0: The following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North. KSTP AM 1500. The following is a presentation of financial crisis recovery. Foreclosure, short sales,
1: bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to
0: cover your assets.
1: Cover your assets.
0: Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker.
1: Welcome. Welcome to Cover Your Assets. I am the Todd Rooker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> welcome to the show everybody yeah I think I got a, a decent show uh, today uh, something that maybe uh, will will uh, pique your interest and uh, keep your attention if I'm really lucky I'm gonna work hard to try and do that uh, I, I talk about this a lot I maybe uh, maybe too much frankly I think not enough because I think it is such a powerful, component to somebody achieving, succeeding, uh, having maybe what we'll call a successful life. A successful life, human beings need to achieve human beings need to have something to hope for, something to strive for. They need to feel accomplishments. It it doesn't matter where you are in your life and certainly doesn't matter where you are in your financial life, because at any stage of your life or financial life, you can stagnate. That is an absolute. And when that happens, uh, depression sets in. People need to have things to strive for. And uh, I know that personally. I know that from working with other people. And so a lot of it has to do with the mindset. And some people are built a certain way and some people are not, but it doesn't mean that you are destined to be that way or that thing. Uh, Everybody has an opportunity to change their stars and to change their thinking, uh, their life mindset. So uh, you know i i have heard some statistics recently that have really stopped me in my tracks and it really speaks to to this uh one of one of the things that i was listening to was a podcast by joe rogan <laughs> there's a separating Character, huh? Okay, but uh, uh, he was he, he, the 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 uh, heading on the on the uh, podcast was that it took him till age fifty three to figure this out, and that was he was talking about men uh, in general. But I'm a uh, certain that it can be applicable to to any sex, uh, and that is the number of people who are who are toiling in in quiet desperation, men. Uh, toiling in quiet desperation they they are angry they are miserable they are frustrated they go to work every day and you know their entire day is spent doing things that they don't necessarily want to do they don't like to do and you know the drive in the car where they actually get to turn on the radio and listen to what they want to or listen to a podcast or whatever that is like the highlight of their day because the rest of the day is so miserable and wow, wow! You know, I I listen to that, and I guess when I do, I I have to admit that I'm not one of those people, and I can't imagine that. I've I I've always found joy in everything that I've done, and and you know, I talk to my 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 sons about that, you know, finding joy, and uh, you know, my. <laughs> Both my both my boys have uh, they're stoic. Uh, they they are very serious, and I'm I you know I I'm laughing all the time. And I mean I could be I could I could be out out in the barn on the farm uh, cleaning stalls of manure, and I'd be laughing and cracking up to myself. I would just be. I I think about something. I mean, on my way in this morning, I'm listening to Jason and and Evan on the radio, and I I hear Evan say, "I don't believe in statistics. I only believe in how I feel." <laughs> I I think I laughed about that for about five minutes. I kept rolling it around in my head. Do you have, do you find joy? Are you joyful? Are you happy? Um, and that's, even that is a mindset, isn't it? So for, for the people who don't have that, who are incapable of that, I sincerely feel bad for them, but there are real things that I understand. Uh, that most certainly could drive people to that. Now, here's one of those statistics that really set me back. 51% of St. Paul households are renters. Whoa! In America, I just want you to know, I owned my first house when I was in my 20s. I can't even imagine that people can be brought up in the same country I'm brought up in, and uh, you know apparently they don't have the same perception of opportunity that i have or that i had I, and i i just it boggles my mind i just can't understand it uh, and and you can tell me all your problems but i still can't understand it because i i just i i'm not capable of thinking that way so with that in mind i want to I want to go through some things that I recently sent to one of my clients, and it was to encourage this person. And, and, uh, and, and by the way, this is not meant to be demeaning in any way because the, the reality is the person I sent it to, I, I think very, very highly of. And I just want to encourage that person down that road. And I want to read some of the, some of the things that I, Hold this person, and then even expand on some of those things because I think you know I, I I write them and I think you know you understand that, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure, and maybe maybe I have an opportunity to just expand on them a bit and make them more abundantly clear. So the first thing that I said when I wrote uh, this uh, information. Uh, to the person. I said, copy this information to a Word document, increase the font size to make it very readable. Print a copy and post it somewhere that you will read each day while getting ready to attack the day. (laughs) Put it in a place you can read the entirety of it out loud. Uh, Obviously, where you're not going to feel uncomfortable because you're around somebody. Remember the most important and influential voice Your mind will ever hear is your own. This will program your thinking. So this is what I told this person about the uh, points that I'm about to bring up. So here's the first one. Obstacle and obstacles and challenges put in your path are blessings from God. Use them to become more. Now, those of you who are kind enough to listen to my show on a regular basis know that I have spoken about those things many, many times. I have had conversations so many times with clients who are parents who want to save their children from you know, the challenges in life. They want to fix those challenges for their kids. Uh, and so they don't have to go through that. As though that is going to be helpful to the child. That is just the opposite. Helping your child overcome these struggles and challenges doesn't help them. It absolutely hurts them. The only thing that enables a person to become more is dealing with challenges, overcoming them, and then building a belief in oneself. That is utterly necessary. If you want to raise Positive kids in a negative world, <laughs> uh, Zig Ziglar, uh, then you've got to put those challenges in front of that child and give them the ability to overcome them so that they can build a healthy self-esteem. You know healthy self esteem may be perceived as as many would believe as arrogance. It is not it is a belief in oneself that you can accomplish and overcome things such as those obstacles and 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 challenges. but you have to build a mindset over time. you have to program your mind to believe that what you come up against by goodness one way or another. Now or, or in time, you are going to overcome. And so when you take those challenges away from someone, guess what? You just took away their ability to become more and to grow. And so that is not a positive thing. That's a negative thing. So for those of you out there listening who are parents, who are continually wanting to save your children from everything, do everything for them, help them with everything you're not helping them at all. You are hurting them. You are hurting them. And so if you truly love your children, stop doing it. The reality is the harder you are on your children and hard doesn't mean that you are, you have a, a, a negative, a mean, a, a less than loving demeanor. It doesn't mean that at all. When, when, you, when you put these things in front of them and you give them a big hug, you, you look them directly in the eye and say, I know you can do this, honey. That is what I'm talking about. And then you don't step in to fix it. You let them fix it. You let them figure it out. So obstacles and challenges put in your path are blessings from God. You got to teach your kids that. You got to teach yourself that. So when things happen to you, don't be a woe as me. Say, all right. Now here's now I'm going to handle this. Imagine that somebody is throwing these challenges at you to see how you're going to handle this one. Let's see how you handle this one. And you're going to show them. You're going to handle it. You're going to overcome it. So very important. That was number one. Number two, maintain an abundance and prosperity mindset. Abundance and prosperity. As opposed to live on less and be happy. I don't buy it. Everybody out there is telling you how you can live on less and and just be happy, and you know you, you you don't you don't need all that stuff. And you know there's certainly something to that, but this notion that you have to continually whittle down your expectations—that's ridiculous. Have an abundant mindset. Anything can be accomplished. It's all out there. You being successful and abundant is not taking from other people. That is about the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. If you succeed, well, then obviously you're taking from someone else. It's a zero-sum game. You either win or you lose. Not true. The world is not like that. Have an abundant mindset. Have prosperity. Know that anything is possible the biggest challenge that, that we all have is that we think too little. We think too small. That's the biggest problem we have. And, and in hindsight, when your life is over, that's probably what you're going to think to yourself. I, 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 I didn't think big enough. My goals weren't big enough. So have a prosperity, abundant mindset, and be ever hungry for forward progress. This is number two. Maintain an abundance and prosperity mindset. Be ever hungry for forward progress. What did I say at the top of the show? Human beings need to feel that they are accomplishing things. They need to have a sense of accomplishment. They have to have goals, something to hope for and something to strive for. It doesn't matter where you are. Oh, when are you ever going to be happy? Don't you have enough? I hate when people say stuff like that. The answer is no, of course not. Never. You always want to succeed more. That's what makes us tick as human beings. And again, I'll say when we stop doing that, we become depressed. This is why I rail on the notion of retirement what do you? What do you? What are you, you going to wind down and prepare to die? Is that what? Is that what we're talking about here? I that that is what it is for most people. That is so infinitely depressing. Never, when you're ninety, you better have goals. You better be striving. Why would you ever quit until the big man puts you in the ground? That is not your decision. That's somebody else's decision. You strive you set goals, you accomplish, and you revel in that. You enjoy that. It's wonderful to succeed at something. What is it that will make any human being feel better than setting a goal and striving, toiling to make it happen, but then accomplishing it? Not quitting. What I mean, a worthy goal, a worthy objective. Wow. So you never want to stop that. Never, ever, ever. So be ever hungry. Number three, put a greater emphasis on earning more than spending less. Now that was a little bit about the abundance and prosperity mindset. Put a greater emphasis on earning more. Every every <laughs> everything I, I see on the national news channels talks about how people can figure out how to how to spend less and live on what they earn. Because everybody has this mindset that they're an employee. That's the way it is. This is all I earn. This is what I have. And so I got to find a way to live on it. Okay, fair enough. But how about make more? How about just figure out, how about spend some time thinking about how you can earn more? It's, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. There are, there are so many things that one can do. To earn more, to have more, to do more, and to do more of the things that you want to do. You know, you want to save the world. It's a whole lot easier when you're succeeding yourself. And there's, and there's so much opportunity out there. So put a greater emphasis on earning more rather than spending less. Now that doesn't mean I'm telling you to go out and, and throw away money that you don't have. Please don't misunderstand that. I'm just saying that your, your goal setting your your striving and your accomplishment has to include the fact that you are going to go out and you are going to succeed in your career in your job and in your life financially not just not just about doing having a, a fulfilling and passionate life i mean look i'm not saying those things are unimportant but that's what everybody talks about everybody wants to stay away from the financial side ha <laughs> not me i want to make more money do you do you Spend less, uh uh-uh, make more. How about that? Let's take a break. We'll be right back talking about mindset and programming yourself to think differently and to strive for success. We'll be right back.
2: Are you looking for a bank that supports entrepreneurs? If you're searching for a bank to grow with you and your business, I would like to welcome you to our village. I am Alicia Webb, President and Vice Chair of Village Bank. I am also a villager. Village Bank is an entrepreneur's bank built by an entrepreneur for entrepreneurs. As a community bank, we are here to help businesses grow and make our community strong. If you want a bank that understands what it takes to build something special and puts relationships first, connect with us. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn or visit us online at villagebankonline.bank. Again, that's villagebankonline.bank. It takes a village to accomplish business goals. Be sure to tune in to cover your assets the last Saturday of every month in 2021 to fill your entrepreneurial cup of ambition and start your Saturday off right with your village, Village Bank.
0: Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second-generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the wow experience.
1: He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arless Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arless Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arless Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 92-98. Central Avenue North, suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arlis Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net, or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So, uh, next next topic or next point, I guess, bullet point here is uh, be tougher on yourself than anyone you've ever worked for. So, this comes from, uh, I guess, something that somebody told me a long time ago, and that is... Well, basically, the 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 start of the conversation I had with with the person was about the fact that so many people go to work and do just enough not to get fired, and the employers pay just enough to keep them from going somewhere else, and everybody is just basically to, to, uh, toting the line just enough to tread water and stay in place, and it's a really it, it really speaks again to that that depressing mindset of going to work and just simply toiling and 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 being miserable every day. Uh, and, you know, he explained that to me. And even at my young age, I'll say that I I I did I, I didn't understand it and I don't understand it now. But uh, apparently there's a whole lot of people who think that way, and maybe some of the folks who are listening to this are in that mindset. But if you go to work for yourself, if you ever want to succeed working for yourself, you have to be essentially the toughest boss you've ever worked for, and you have to stand up to that. You have to actually achieve and, and work harder for yourself than you have worked for anybody. Because if you're not the hardest boss you have on yourself, then most likely you're not going to succeed as an independent person. Now, for some people, they look at that and that's just daunting because they really do they're in this they're in this treading water mindset. They just simply go to a place, they do what they do, and that's it, and you know then you know then go home. Uh, if you want to succeed, you have to be tougher on yourself than anyone you have ever worked for. You have got, there, there, is, there is no working hard thing, you know, um, this idea, you know, that you, you got to be willing to work hard. Well, of course you do. But see, the reality is when you are goal focused, working hard is irrelevant, It is simply whatever it takes to accomplish or achieve the goal. And when you do that, you've heard me talk about the the idea that I'm so desperately trying to accomplish something and I'm so focused and fixated on that task that when I look down and see that my hands are bleeding, I didn't even realize I did it because I'm so focused on what I'm trying to accomplish. That's what it's like when we discuss hard work. It isn't about the hard work. It isn't about what you have to do. You don't even care. You just want to accomplish the objective. That's the point. And so if you can't do that, if you can't cultivate that, bring that out in yourself, well, then chances are nobody else ever can either. So if you want to succeed, if you want to be independent, you want to run your own business, you want to succeed for yourself, Then you have to be tougher on yourself than anyone you have ever worked for. And see, then the reality is when you are working for other people, you recognize that you always are working for yourself, even when you're in the employ of others. You're always working for yourself. You're always trying to achieve. You're always trying to set yourself apart. You're always trying to, to, you know, do an an amazing job. Remember that the best way to get the next job is by, by being extraordinary at the one that you're in. Remember that you're miserable? <clears throat> well, if you have if you have spun out and are simply you know hanging around doing time, let me just tell you that your ability to get the next better position or the or the better job is diminished dramatically because you're not doing well at the at the one that you're in and nobody really cares that you don't enjoy what you're doing. So whatever it is you're doing, you have to become extraordinarily good at it and then that sets you up to move on to the next level. So be tougher on yourself than anyone you've ever worked for and then frankly you'll never have a, you'll never have a tough boss again because it's, it's easy after that. Next bullet approach tasks to be accomplished with aggression. devour them. Be the person who just gets things done. Uh, I am fortunate to be married to a wife. Who is flat out amazing? And if there if there is a a, 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 a stack or or a, a multitude of tasks to be done, and there's 20 people in an office and they've all basically got the same amount of work to do, you got one group of people who are doing. Anything and everything but their work, you know, they're on the phone. They're checking, they're checking their phone. They're, they're looking on the internet. They're, they're going to the bathroom several times throughout the day. They're getting up to get coffee. They're doing all kinds of things to take them away from the work because they just don't want to do it. You got, you got that group. Then you got another group of people who are basically looking at the amount of work that they are, are given. They're calculating how much time they have in a day and they're 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 basically metering their time so that what they are trying to get accomplished over the course of the day will work out just perfectly so they're basically pacing themselves throughout the entire day and they got somebody like my wife who goes at things like like she's in a race all the time devours everything and by by lunchtime she's sitting at her desk twiddling her thumbs because she's all done with everything that they've given her. And frankly, makes everybody else look bad. (laughs) And she does, by the way. She really has done that her whole life. That's the way you want to be. She approaches things with aggression. She devours them. She goes at them. Picture somebody with beads of sweat dripping off of their forehead and just going at things as hard and strong as you can. That's what I'm talking about. And whether it's physical or non-physical makes no difference. Approach tasks to be completed with aggression. Go at them hard and devour them. Finish that thing and move on to the next thing and go at that hard. And I don't care if you're going to do it for the next 30 years. That's how, you, that's how you, as a human being, accomplish things and have that sense of accomplishment and, frankly, makes you a happy person. Next bullet. This one is really big. If you ask me, this one is really big. And it, it is, don't wait to be told, be a self-starter. Don't stand around waiting for somebody to tell you something. And if nobody tells you anything, you just kind of hang out. Be a self-starter. Don't wait for somebody to tell you to do things. Go out there, get it done. If you see something that needs to be done, do it. And this relates to, you know, folks who are parents. I mean, if you've got, if you are somebody who walks by the sink with dirty dishes and doesn't immediately start doing dishes or walks by the garbage that is overflowing and doesn't immediately grab it and take it out to the to the garbage bins, if you're that type of person, if you're the type of person who looks at a dirty sink and doesn't scrub that sink out, I mean, every time, every time you wash your face, every time you brush your teeth, you don't leave toothpaste stuck to the side of the sink. I mean, what kind of a human being are you? These are things that you just automatically do. You don't need to be asked. You don't need to wait to be told. You just do these things. You just you just know what to do. You be a self-starter and you make things happen. Now, certainly there's things maybe where you don't want to step on anybody's toes too much. but But you know what? That line is a lot further forward than you think. So don't wait to be told something. You know, as a father... I want my kids to take the reins and take over. I want them to to take this upon themselves. I want them to take mental, personal ownership of things and start doing things on their own without being told. So be conscious of this. Don't wait to be told. Be a self-starter, always. Let's take another break. We'll be right back talking about the things that you can program your mind to do that will make you more. We will be right back. Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Hi,
3: I'm Kimberly Naibo with the Kimberly Naibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40%, while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at Hi,
0: this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at DannersCabinets.com. Mike Overson here of Minnesota Home Talk. With today's housing market, buying a house is a competition. To win in a multiple offer situation, you have to work with a local lender who has the reputation of being 100 percent reliable. Come to the winning team. Get pre-approved for your loan by one of the top lenders in the nation, the Mike Overson Mortgage Team at Luminate Home Loans. We will help you win. Call me at 612 612- 202 That's Mike Overson at 612-202-8321 or go to applywithmike.com
1: Find Arles Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763 786 0639. That contact information again accounting offices.net or by simply calling 763 786 0639.
0: You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker.
1: Welcome back mindset mindset accomplishment achievement success happiness <laughs> so next bullet whatever you believe you're capable of push harder so in other words if if you if you think about it you say well I think I can do this so whatever you think you can accomplish However hard you think you should push, push harder. Go harder than you think you should. So whatever you believe you're capable of, push harder to be and do more. That's the bullet. Whatever you believe you're capable of, push harder to be and do more. So however hard you think you should push to accomplish this thing, push harder. Push harder, faster, sooner. So... <clears throat> what do what do I what do I mean by that? Well, here's what I've learned over over my life: it is that human beings are capable of so much more than they think they are. That is what I've learned. And I realized that it is generally only outside stimuli that brings it out in human beings. And so remember, I said, don't save people. Don't, don't save your children. Let them come up against these things because when they do that, outside stimuli will cause them to do and be more. So when I was, when I was in the military, sorry, um, reverting back to this. Um, we had a test uh, years and years ago. It was a test for basic underwater uh, buds, basic um, underwater demolition seal. So before you had an opportunity to go to to go to buds, you had this test, and it was in in, in my world that was that was in Great Lakes, Illinois, which was uh, where boot camp was. And so everybody who goes to try out, you've got to recognize that everybody already thinks they're pretty tough or they wouldn't be there, right? I mean, they're you know, the the mindset of most of the people there are that of course they and everybody they know believes that they're gonna make it. And you have to understand that this preliminary test to even go to buds is really nothing compared to what it really is. But let me tell you something that I found interesting and I've never forgotten it. So we had a number of tests. We had push-ups. We had we had pull-ups. <clears throat> we had to tread water and we had to swim uh, a certain length in a certain period of time. But you might think that because special operators in in the Navy, uh, what makes them unique is that they're maritime operators. That means they operate in the water, which is the toughest environment in the world to operate. And so, obviously, obviously, anybody who would try out to do that is going to be like a what, like a uh, uh, an amazing uh, college level swimmer, you would think. Well you would be wrong about that. As a matter of fact, I swear to you about half the people who were there didn't know how to swim at all. And so the the pull ups and the push-ups were really easy. The swimming part. So they march us up to the platform and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump in the water and everybody's gonna jump off the platform. And as, as everybody is, is, you know, what we call nut to butt, those of you in the military know what I'm talking about, uh, walk up to this platform, there's this long line and there's an instructor at the top and you can hear the guy up there saying, I don't know how to swim. (laughs) And so the instructor says, Oh, Oh, I'm sorry to hear that turns away. And the guy thinks, I, I expect that he was going to be led off the platform. Oh no. The instructor just pushes him off the platform into the water. And the guy falls and goes into the water and is flailing. I mean, water's, water's flying. His arms are flying and it's, he's, he's just barely keeping his head above the surface. And it seems like for an eternity, he's splashing around, splashing, 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 getting ever, ever closer to the side of the pool. And after what seems like about five full minutes, he finally gets to the side of the pool and pulls himself out, and his face is beat red, and he looks like he's going to have a heart attack. And the instructor laughs and says, Apparently, he knows how to swim. I'm not joking. That's exactly what it was. And by the way, later on, there was somebody else they did basically the same thing to, although this person didn't make it to the side of the pool, and they wound up having to uh, raise him, raise that person out of the water and resuscitate that person. And they thought nothing of it, thought nothing of it, thought nothing of it. Because we're going to see, we're going to put you in a situation and see how you perform. And when you believe it's life or death and you're going to die, we'll find out what you really can can do. What are you really capable of? See, that's the thing. That's what we all need. Whatever you believe you're capable of push harder to be and do more. And without that outside stimuli, without that person realizing that nobody's jumping in to help you, nobody's coming to save you, (laughs) you're going to die or not. And believe me, they would have saved him. But in his mind, I'm sure he didn't think anybody would and he thought he was going to die in both cases. So, you got to be aware that that stuff makes people more. So, when you think about saving your kids from everything, remember, that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So, when you are trying to achieve and do more, push harder than you think you should and you will accomplish more. That is a, a metaphor for life, don't you think? Don't you think? And for those who have had to struggle through life, and that is their situation, do you think those people are capable? Do you think they become more capable as a result of that? Next bullet, determine lifestyle costs. Control spending so when you earn more, you have more to invest. Now, this is one that you could easily misconstrue. Into believing that I'm talking about spending less and and being happy and and uh, and having less lifestyle or, or 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 living on less. I'm not saying that at all. I work with nearly every client I have to determine what their reasonable, their perception of a reasonable lifestyle is, and moreover, what does it cost. I don't ever try to teach them how to cut coupons and save a buck here and there. I could care less. I don't care if they spend a little or a lot, and obviously that's subjective. Somebody else's little is a lot to you. Who knows? I don't know. I don't care. All I know is whatever that number is, you tell me that number, and then I'm going to find a way or to teach you how to hold yourself to that number. And then we're going to focus on earning more. So I want you to have a reasonable lifestyle. I want you to be happy with your life because if you're not, you go through life miserable. So we're not, I'm not trying to tell you to do that. I'm just saying, okay, for the first time in your life, let's put everything uh, you know, down and let's figure out what that actually costs. And you hear me using that, maybe a dramatic expression of that, that mindset, which is Christmas, birthdays, anniversaries, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Easter, Halloween, whatever it is you have, everything, anything. Tires you know everything that happens even if it's only once a year or once every two years it's going to be in there, and so when you put all that in there, you'll realize that so many of the things that you think are an, are an emergency really weren't an emergency at all. they were actually very predictable because most everything when it comes to actual physical things has a reasonable lifestyle, a point at which it's either going to need to be have a major repair or replacement and there are many things you do in your life that you may only do once a, once a, a quarter or once a year or twice a year, and yet, even though you do them very intermittently, they do happen that predictably once a year. So when you put all that kind of stuff in there, you're going to realize that what you might have thought was savings, money that you saved, was never savings at all. You were just putting money away for the thing that was going to happen once per year. See, but nobody wants to do that because then they're depressed, right? For the first time in your life, look at that number and see what it is. And although it's going to be daunting, I have no doubt you're going to say, oh, my goodness, no wonder we don't have any freaking money. And that—that that is exactly what happens. But look, for the first time, you actually know. And remember, that number represents take-home pay. You have to make a whole lot more in gross income. So after your withholdings, you have enough to support that reasonable lifestyle. And once you do that, then you have to conclude that you have to make more money than that so that you can have that reasonable lifestyle and still save money on top of that to be able to build and grow. So, determine lifestyle cost, control spending. So when you earn more, you have more money to invest. Hold you to that number. Because remember, lifestyle is insatiable. You make more money, you could double your income and you think you're going to have lots of money left over. And let me just tell you, you won't. Because you will slowly increase your lifestyle and then you'll wonder how in the world you used to live on less. So the reality is you got to hold yourself to that number and then you got to focus on earning more so you capture that difference. <clears throat> Invest in the areas that create the greatest leverage, least risk within your sensibilities. What is comfortable for you? Expect great success and do not allow your thinking to be limited by those around you. And forget about retirement and instead aim to create financial independence as quickly as possible. Retirement, forget about that. Whatever. What do you want to slow down and, and, and spin out until you die? I mean, what is that? retirement. Yeah. Yep. I'm winding down. Whatever. Create, create financial independence. You could do that at 30, 40, 50, or never go at that hard. Let's take another break. We'll be right back. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number is 612-271-4047. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures, on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience with Regardless of how much money you spend this is Todd's customer for life philosophy take it from me there really is no other jewelry store you can't go wrong with golden treasures in st. Paul 651-227-2711 that's 651-227-2711
0: fix auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years hi I'm Matt Feehan second generation owner our mission at fix auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com.
3: at Kim at KimNibo.com.
0: You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker.
1: Welcome back, folks. I hope I haven't frustrated you too much. Uh, mindset. We're talking about mindset. These are a list of bullets that I sent to one of my clients to try to give her strength, motivate her, make her believe in herself, become more. So bullet number 13, if you have been counting, uh, focus more on growing net worth than an abundant lifestyle. You should focus on building a net worth approaching 10 to $20 million. I know how absurd most of you think that is, but that's because your mindset is so screwed up from all the crap that's around you. This, this belief that you should have a watered down life and just become happy and content. Screw that! Let's succeed. Focus more on building net worth. So net worth is assets minus liabilities. Focus on that. Don't focus on getting the new car with the with the seven years of payments. Focus on owning stuff. Focus on owning property. We'll talk about that undoubtedly. That's in here again. So net worth is hey, if I if I own a hard asset that's worth hundred thousand dollars and I have a loan of 50,000 that is collateralizing it. Well, if I subtract the amount of value that I have, 100,000 from the loan liability that I have, that is $50,000 left over that contributes to my overall net worth. Do that with everything and focus on growing that, not just sticking money in your 401k, okay? Build net worth. Be focused on that. And remember I said you can you can attain financially uh, uh financial independence at age 30, 40 or never. So don't focus on this long-winded, get on the treadmill and tread for 35 or 40 years to retirement. Go at things with aggression. Go at them hard and create as much net worth as fast as you can. I want to own stuff. That's what I'm all about, man. <clears throat> Number 14, retirement plans, 401k, IRA, SEP, Kiel, Roth, et cetera, <clears throat> generally create stability, not wealth. Wow, there's a profound point because most people think of their retirement accounts as being their wealth. Look, if you fund that retirement account your whole career, frankly, when you understand what inflation does to the purchasing power of money, by the time you get there, maybe you will have several million dollars, but when you consider what it's worth in today's dollars, you won't be that impressed anymore. So the reality is that for most people, Now, there are some unique folks. Maybe, you know, your company did really well and you had company stock that, you know, doubled and tripled and quadrupled over time. Or maybe you're an executive who has stock options or warrants that you can exercise. And maybe you have opportunities that the average working stiff in the company does not have. But for most people who are employees, the idea that their retirement account is going to create any form of wealth, you know, wealth, 10, 20 million, it's never going to happen. It's going to have stability. It's going to give you the the mental strength to do other things because you know, you've got that at least as a fallback should, should things not work out. But the idea that that's enough. No, no fully fund your retirement account, max it out, but then do more because you need to accomplish more. It's not enough. A retirement account is great. It's not enough. It's going to create stability, not wealth. Next, number 15, seek to own hard assets. I want to own stuff. And more importantly, I want to do it using other people's money. Just think about what I said at the top of the show. 51% of the households in St. Paul are renters. That means that half the houses in St. Paul are owned by other people who are renting it. Now, instead of being angry at those people, ticked off at life, strive to become one of them. It's available to everyone. Remember something. The people who own the investment properties are the people who are doing the right things. They're the people who are striving to succeed. And rather than spending your life angry at the world... They should just be happy. They don't need to have all that stuff. Yeah, I want stuff. (laughs) Seek to own hard assets. And using other people's money in this case means, you know what? Their rent payments are buying me an asset that I will invariably own and it won't take my money to do it. I will use leverage. We talk about that on this show a lot. We're not gonna go into it now, but hey, that's what we wanna do. You wanna own real assets. Consider your skills, number 16, insights, opportunities. Then of those things that you could do, what are the things that you could do that would make you the most money for time spent? That's a concept we talk about here frequently known as leverage. How do we make the most money for time spent of the things that you can do? The thing, consider your skills, your insights and your opportunities. What Is available to you right now that will make you the most money. Everybody's all about passion and everybody's all about fulfillment. And it's not to say that those things are unimportant. So don't misunderstand. I know they are, but you know, what's miserable when those things that you do leave you with a, Life that is not fulfilling because you can't do or enjoy the things that you want to do. You cannot, you cannot afford that reasonable lifestyle. So you better put the financial opportunity in that same time, that same conversation. You better concern yourself with, yeah, okay, if what I'm good at or what I could be good at or what is available to me because of the family I'm born into or the place that I live or whatever of those things, what thing will make me the most money? So that I can enjoy the things that I want to do. And if, look, if the thing that, that, that turns you on. Generally speaking, others in the same, in the same field or the same direction don't make a lot of money. Then if you're hell bent on doing it, you better figure out some different way to do it where you can make the money, some disruptive, uh, you know, uh, direction or, 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 or avenue that you can approach this to do what you want to do that turns you on that you, that you do have passion for that makes money. If that isn't in the conversation, you, like many people, will just be another person 10 years down the road who's angry at the world because apparently the world doesn't reward or compensate the thing that you think is very important. And then your goal is what? (laughs) So next bullet, create leverage in all things you do. What what produces the most money with the resources available to you? Already talked about that, just adding on to it. Number 18, build wealth first And then you can pursue any passion you like. Listen to that one. Build wealth first. It's been taught to generations of people for eons. Get out there, make the money, and then once you have accomplished that stability and that success, now change the world. Now help other people. Love it absolutely love it. But when you're broke and miserable, it's really hard to make a big impact on a lot of other people's lives. You want to create and succeed first yourself as fast as you possibly can. And then if you want to change the world, if you want to help other people, if you have a passion for that, succeed first financially, and then you can go at those things and you can be more effective when you do. Last one, number 19. Listen to this one, very important. Write the amazing story you will tell five years from now and then go to work tomorrow and make it happen. Write the amazing story. So we're talking about setting goals and as those goals are set, it, it directs a trajectory that in five years, you will be where you want to be. And then you break that down from that grandiose goal five years from now to yearly annual goals, monthly, weekly, and daily. And once you do that, now you stop worrying about the five years and you worry about what you got to accomplish tomorrow. And if you do that, You are going to have a story to tell five years from now, and then imagine that you're going to tell somebody five years from now how you wrote these things down, how you focused on doing them, and then you made it happen. You ever heard the story about Arnold Schwarzenegger, how he was going to go to America, he's going to become the best bodybuilder of all time, that he was going to become an American citizen, and he was going to be an actor, and he was going to earn millions of dollars. He wrote that when he was 12 years old. He wrote that when he was 12 years old. Guess what? It works. (sighs) Hope this is helpful, folks. Mindset is everything, isn't it? Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North KSTP AM 1500.
3: At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. That's why MVPs Pro Rewards members can earn bonus points on select products and brands like PowerPro, Weehaw, and Valspar. Then redeem your bonus points for exciting rewards like tools, sports memorabilia, lowes e gift cards, and more. Join Lowe's MVPs Pro Rewards today to start earning. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Subject to program terms, while supplies last. Points expire at end of calendar year. Visit Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms for details. Now through one eight twenty three.